I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. 23 years ago, Ron Tupper founded the nonprofit El Milagro Clinic on East Vermont Street in South McAllen to serve the uninsured of Hidalgo County. El Milagro has grown from a small clinic with just a couple of staff to an operation with over 30 employees and a budget of $1.3 million. The Rio Grande Guardian International News Service attended El Milagro Clinic's 23rd anniversary celebration. The chairman of the board and main speaker, Roberto M. Garcia, recognized the clinic founder and new chairman emeritus, Ron Tupper. Dr. Alanis, Marco Alanis, I don't think is present yet. Point him out in the photograph. Oh, well. right there. <laughs> we have uh, Rick Aguirre, who's also on. I think he's out of the country. Rick Aguirre um, also deserves some other recognition because as he's also involved with a, uh, he's a founding member of a group called Emily's Meals. And um, that's a charitable organization that he put together to provide uh, meals for the homeless. And he was recently recognized by Good Morning America and other outfits. So that's the kind of board member that we have in Rick. But he's not here right now. We have Janie Cavazos. Here's Janie. We have Norma Fletas. We have Dr. Maida. Guerra, I don't know if she's here. And we have uh, Dr. Elaine Hernandez. And we have Dr. Jane Morrow. And for those of you that don't know the administration, we have uh, Marisol Resendez, the executive director. We have Maggie Alvarez, operations manager. Kevin Valdez, he's the financial manager. And Dr. Robert Gonzalez, the medical director. Well, let's talk about uh, in the beginning, <laughs> 23 years ago. And this is just me with a little bit of the background. I'm going to save a lot of it for Ron because um, he's the man of the hour and he knows the history because he was there. But in the beginning, 23 years ago, this building was not here. This clinic was not here. We would be standing on bare ground if we would go back 23 years right now. Although the city of McAllen is a large city and wealthy city, um, 23 years ago, there was no public clinic. The medical community among themselves felt that it was adequately addressing the medical needs of the poor and the uninsured. Fortunately, our honoree and some local doctors saw things differently. Because of their vision and unrelenting efforts and hard work, they established the blueprint for what is now this clinic. Our honoree took the bull by the horns and incorporated the clinic as a legal entity, and he was the sole incorporator. He worked diligently and hard with the city of McAllen and Hidalgo County and others 
to develop a plan of action for a joint city-county project. He was very instrumental in presenting a successful bond issue. He became the board chair with the first task to get the facility built with the limited funds that were available. He helped design this building. So he's an architect too. <laughs> and he, he served as a construction manager during the time that the building was being built at no cost to the city of McAllen. He took out a personal line of credit to hire staff and a doctor for the new facility. Not many people are going to go put their name on a loan on their own, but he did it, and that, that's pretty, pretty big in anybody's book. He negotiated a 25-year lease with the city and the county for the building once it was completed, and he continued to support the clinic in many ways from then until the present. We had him at our board meeting not long ago, and we recruited him into some committees that he said he wouldn't serve on, so we thank him for that. Today, we look at what we have, and we have a number of um, funders where we get our grants and the money from. We have Methodist Healthcare Ministries of South Texas. We have the State of Texas Health and Human Services. We have the Hidalgo County Urban County Program, Precinct 2. Hidalgo County Urban County Program, Precinct 4. The City of McAllen Development Corporation. The Valley Baptist Legacy Foundation, the Knapp Community Care Foundation, and most recently we have the Raul Tijerina Foundation. So from not having anything, we now have all these funders that have provided us with grants and opportunity to help this clinic grow and serve the community. As you know, without money, you don't do anything. And uh, fortunately, they are there, and they, and they have been there with us for a long time. And we expect to continue adding to this list of funders because among the board members, we have been talking about an expansion of services, and we want to expand the services that Ron started years ago to cover other areas of need for those that are uninsured or poor and can't pay for services. We have a staff now, Ron. <laughs> Back then, I think maybe it was um, a couple of people and yourself, and that's the way it started. Today, we have a staff of 30, 30 individuals. We have three in administration. We have four medical providers. We have one licensed vocational nurse, four medical assistants, one patient services coordinator, one prescription assistance program specialist, two eligibility specialists, one social services, two registered dietitians, two behavioral health counselors, one outreach and promotion coordinator, one wellness center coordinator, three receptionists, two dance instructors, two maintenance personnel. And our building is now over 20,000 square feet. Ron, much bigger than when you started, correct? Yeah. We have 20,000 square feet. We have a wellness center of 5,000 square feet, which was funded by Methodist Health Ministries. 
in terms of what do we have in the in the building, we have 21 offices, eight exam rooms, three vitalizing rooms, three lobbies, two reception and dismissal areas, one conference room, one training room for workshops and presentations, and two kitchen lunchroom areas. Our budget is now 1.3 million, 1.3 million dollars, and and growing. And patients served, we do about 15,000 patient visits a year now. So we're serving quite a large part of the community. That's a lot from 23 years ago, and Ron can tell you how it all really started, but I think he'll be able to tell you it's, it's like day and night difference, where it's come from. And the board recently uh, understood this, and they, they uh, decided and felt that it would be fitting and necessary to bestow a public recognition on our honoree, Mr. Ron Tupper. Mr. Tupper is recognized by the board for his vision, his courage, his hard work, and continued dedication to the creation of El Milagro Clinic. The board unanimously voted and approved to honor Mr. Tupper with the most prestigious of nonprofit awards, and that recognition is Chairman Emeritus. step forward. I think we have a uh, black here for you. Hey, Ron. This is uh, for you, sir. Well deserved. El Milagro Clinic proudly confers the honor of Chairman Emeritus upon Ron Tupper for his vision of establishing the health clinic for the underserved in the Rio Grande Valley and his devoted service to this organization. Given to you today, Mr. Tupper, December 19, 2019. recognized for this kind of work. Um, I, I made some notes and then I realized that I could probably talk a long time without notes. Um, so many familiar faces here. Um, I am impressed about several things. One of them is the longevity of the employees here. Um, absolutely amazing. Um, obviously, the board structure is excellent. It's what's required to keep these things going. Remember, we're treating the poorest of the poor. And so, you know, that's kind of a forgotten population in, in some places, but not here. Um, a lot of the patients that used to come here would, uh, or that now come here, used to go to the emergency room. And there was no continuity of care at all. Um, and of course, uh, you've got a great administration. Um, a great executive director, and uh, Dr. Martinez is probably 
somebody we should all be proud of because for 17 years he's provided services to people who actually didn't have that big thick medical record that most doctors look for. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, actually, uh, I don't know why because I give a lot of speeches, but I, I am nervous to do this because I'm not used to people saying nice things about me. Uh, you know, isn't that a terrible thing, you know, for, for a long career? I'm, I'm impressed with um, those that have been here a long time. Um, Marta and Petra and many others, um, that's what makes the thing work. I mean, the, that's continuity in management through the board and the doctors. Um, the reality of it is, is you can't do any of that without a, a staff. And uh, the turnover in a lot of organizations is very high. And, and uh, over the years, um, uh, the one thing that registers with me is that this is a very stable environment. That That speaks to people that love what they do and um, and enjoy coming in every day. So that's, that's a huge plus. Um, I could talk about a whole lot of things, but I'll give you just a couple of highlights. Um, this was a piece of ground uh, that was, uh, you know, allowed to us by the city. Um, they basically put up for three and a half, about three and a half acres. And uh, the problem was that we we had such a limited amount of dollars because we had a bond issue, but we didn't have any operational funds. And so I basically uh, took the job on of being the construction manager, working with the uh, contractor to get that done. And uh, I, I basically uh, sat down and designed the building on my kitchen table. Um, with three small kids at home uh, wanting me to pay attention to them. Okay. Well, they're all grown now and uh, on to their own lives. But the reality was that um, there was a little bit of pushback on something like this. Um, but at the same time, it's turned out to be a very favorable project because not just with the faith-based community and others involved, we had some key politicians that were involved, key senators, and when it all came down to it, it was one of those situations where uh, it, it just had to happen, you know. And uh, there's a certain inevitable aspect to positive projects. Um, we all know from the economic development side of things, you, you know, some of these things are not popular in the beginning because you're changing the way people um, think. But when you see the results, and uh, obviously the results here are, are quite amazing, um, I'm stuck with two things. One is the building didn't need to be redesigned. And I thought, OK, uh, with all that input I had from my three daughters at the time, uh, I thought maybe we'd make some changes. But it looks like the building is pretty much the same. Okay, um, that that always impresses me because I looked all over the state to figure out a design that was functional and that uh, basically put put the patient first. You know, a patient-centric structure is really what you need in these circumstances. So um, I could talk a little bit about some other things, but I can tell you that a city-county project of this nature 
was uh, just a phenomenal thing to happen. Uh, it should have happened, and it has. And I'm going to do everything I can to, to work with the board to make sure that um, it continues. So um, I'd be glad to answer any questions, but I appreciate being here, and I appreciate the honor. Thank you. Well, Mr. Tupper, this award is a, actually a small token of our appreciation. It's well deserved. Our citizens owe you a huge debt of gratitude for what you have done throughout your career to bring basic medical services to the members of our community who would not otherwise be able to afford it. We thank you, Mr. Chairman. The first item, first item on the agenda for you, sir, in your capacity as chairman. You will. You will. We're going to ask you to um, present uh, longevity awards to the um, employees. Oh, perfect. We have 10-year service award, 15-year service award, 20-year service award, and so we'd like for you to, uh, in your capacity now as chairman, emeritus. Absolutely. To serve these uh, these awards on, on, on the staff. Absolutely. All right, sir. Here's the list. Okay. Well, this this is a real treat. Um, I I think uh, recognizing people that have been at the job for a long time is is critical, and um, I'm I'm just very happy to be part of it. Um, the first one listed here is Blanca Cantu. Mighty soul person. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. How many years? Fourteen years. <laughs> uh, Dr. Robert uh, Gonzalez, uh, seventeen years. Javier Munoz. 16 years. 16 years. 16. Let's see here. Um, hold on. Uh, Marta Mendoza. 22 years. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Now keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and uh, Petra Trevino. Unbelievable. 
Thank you. Thank Good you. to see you. Did I cover everybody? I think you got them done. Okay. okay. Thank you, Ron. You bet. Mm -hmm. Well, there it is. This is what Mr. Tupper was talking about, the longevity of the employees and board members in the other room were talking the same. People who have been here a long time, it's because they like what they're doing, they like who they work for, they like who they're servicing, and they like the work that they do. So thank you, Ron, again for handing out the awards. We have a section here for employee remarks. We'd like for you to hear from two employees at this time. Petra, would you come up and say a few words? Good afternoon. Uh, my name is Petra Trevino. I have been with the clinic since it was built. Uh, Mr. Tupper had a vision about a clinic where the patient could go and be seen by a physician without worrying about how much uh, they were going to pay. So he helped build it, and he would come to the side and take pictures and report to us uh, how the clinic was coming along. And I mean, he would take pictures of every section of the building. He would get very excited about talking about the clinic. So we are still here today, still with his vision in sight and helping our patients get the basic health care that they need at a very low cost or no cost at all. So all I want to say is thank you, Mr. Tupper, for your hard work and that you have done for the clinic. I also want to thank the community for giving us the support in all the years that we have been here. Again, thank you. And next we have uh, Dr. Gonzalez, a medical director. Come on over, Robert, say a few words. 17 years. Buenos dias, buenas tardes. Uh, as, as they've said, I've been here 17 years, and in those 17 years, I've seen the clinic go through a transformation. Um, it's had its ups and downs. Uh, I don't know if any of you really know how close this clinic came to shutting down uh, a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, it, things look bleak, but thank God. The, the employees persevered, the people that wanted to keep this clinic open and available to the people that, that need medical care. Um, I would like to thank Mr. Ron Topper, the board members, the previous board members, for all their time and their effort in helping shape what this clinic is today. Um, you know, and probably some of you are wondering, uh, why are you there after 17 years? Uh, believe me, um, my wife has questioned <laughs> that at times because she says, if you work at your office more hours, you'll make more money. And, and that's probably true. But the thing is that I was born and raised in McAllen. Uh, I was a migrant worker. Uh, back in the day, and uh, my mother uh, raised all of us, all eight of us, to be hardworking, to get educated, and to learn to speak English, 
and Spanish correctly as much as possible. And uh, I have the best interests of heart in my heart for the, the city of McAllen and the other communities that surround McAllen. I, I feel that we need to be here. We need to help people that come into this country or people that are born here that don't have the financial means to have insurance and to be able to to see doctors. And the only other thing I would want is for us to be able to have some financial support to, to be able to send our patients to oncologists, to surgeons, neurosurgeons, cardiologists, because uh, it is very expensive when you don't have insurance and have to pay $300, $400 for an initial office visit. Uh, you pretty much are, are closing the door on, on the hopes of some of these patients. And that's the only other thing that I would like for us to be able to do. And that's really all I have to say. So. All right, well, there you have it, folks. Um, you got a snapshot picture of El Milagro Clinic. I hope you are happy with the work that the clinic is doing and the people they're serving, people that organized it, Mr. Tupper. And um, I couldn't be prouder of the staff, uh, the board, the, the people we serve. So happy to be here. That concludes our, our uh, festivity, you could say, for the time being. Mr. Guerra with, uh, with Tony Romas provided ribs <laughs> and chicken. We got to give chicken a chance, right? <laughs> but we, have, we would like for you to join us, and uh, we have some, a little bit of lunch to give you and, and uh, meet the staff and talk to them and meet the board members, talk to them, and um, just join us and have a good time. Before, we, before they go in there, can I get a group photo of every, all the award winners today? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I would also like to um, recognize Ms. Yolanda Leal. She's been a patient of Dr. Gonzalez since day one. She also saw how the, they built the, the, uh, the clinic and everything. So she's here. She's with us today. Doctor González y a todos los que han hecho posible este proyecto, muchas gracias. Desde uh, muchos que todavía no nacían ustedes, ya estábamos nosotros aquí. Mr. Topper, que empezamos en la clínica del doctor Caso. Allá fue donde nos abrieron las puertas para comenzar una necesidad tan grande que tenía esta comunidad. Y luchamos bastante, varias fuerzas, viendo y tocando puertas a los comisionados, a todas las fuerzas públicas, escuelas, iglesias y todo. Y por eso se llama El Milagro. Porque fue un verdadero milagro que encontramos las puertas abiertas para que se pudiera abrir un lugar de necesidad primaria para la gente, como dijo el doctor, que no tenían seguro. Era muy importante, aunque yo lo tuviera, el seguro, pero veía toda mi comunidad que estaba en una lucha buscando un lugar. Y aquí está este lugar. Solamente le pido a todos los que tienen a su cargo 
buscar los presupuestos para esta clínica para que no la dejen morir. Que se mantenga esta clínica. Mientras haya enfermos, tiene que estar las puertas abiertas de esta clínica. A todas las enfermeras, ellas que luchan brazo a brazo con el doctor González, que él ya ni lo conocerán en su casa porque él está 100% dedicado a sus pacientes. No es un doctor de que escribe rápido y no te mira ni la cara, ¿verdad? Que tal vez haya médicos así. Él se preocupa por encontrarte todo lo que sigue después de él. Y todo, todo dona todo su talento y su sabiduría so para que todo este proyecto se lleve a cabo. Gracias a todos, gracias, gracias a todos los que vienen a, con esa necesidad aquí, de parte de todos ellos, yo les doy las gracias. Le doy las gracias a Dios por haber estado desde que estaba mi esposo vivo. Estábamos luchando con los niños chiquitos de la mano, tocando puertas para que este fuera un proyecto, una realidad este milagro que hoy se sostiene, les ruego a todos, todos, que luchen por que no se muera este proyecto y que vengan más personas a darle apoyo al doctor González, que tiene mucho, mucho, mucho trabajo. Gracias por permitirme decirle. Her signature is also actually on the Covenant of Partners, too. So she was part of the community as well, and city officials and everybody else. So I thought that was really neat. So thank you for being here. El Milagro Clinic counts on the financial support of several entities, Methodist Healthcare Ministries of South Texas, the Texas Department of Health and Human Services, Idago County Urban County Program in Precincts 2 and 4, the City of McAllen Development Corporation, the Valley Baptist Legacy Foundation, and the Knapp Community Care Foundation. The Executive Director of El Milagro Clinic is Marisol Resendez. <laughs>